1: The same. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Webber. And this is a Gossip Cop headline. It's, it's breaking news. Jennifer Aniston secretly dating Jason Sudeikis, John Mayer, and Gerard Butler at the same time? Question mark.
0: This is Gossip Cop at its very last. This is like, (laughs) it's like, oh, you're trying to tell me that Jennifer Aniston is secretly dating Jason Sudeikis, John Mayer, and Gerard Butler at the same time? Oh, you're trying to tell me that, tabloids?
1: At a party and the person's like, no, I'm not trying to tell you that. I never said that. I don't know where you got that.
0: I did it because every time, like, the tone, if you don't know the tone of what they're doing, it just comes off as me looking at that going, oh, she is? Oh, she is? (laughs) And moving on and never reading about That's it, their but entire having that business. information fully in my brain. I know, but if you read Gossip Cop like someone who's read it before, you read it like somebody who's fed up. Oh, you're mm-hmm. trying to tell me Jennifer Aniston <laughs> secretly dating Jason Sudeikis, John Mayer, and John Bell at the same time?
1: <laughs> it's like someone who is always trying to start shit somewhere.
0: Oh, you're trying to tell me? Oh, you're trying to tell me?
1: Sloshing yeah. a drink around. <laughs> Oh, really? That's what it is now. That's what it is today. Jennifer Aniston is secretly dating Jason today because John Mayer and Gerard Butler at the same time. Star of Greenland? The star of Greenland? The star of Ted Lasso?
0: Do you know that multiple people have mentioned that Gerard Butler goes by Jerry? just feel like that changes things for oh, me. Oh, yeah. It's a real perspective shift. Jerry Butler. Ball bag. Ah yeah, we ball bag is a scrotum means you are a scrotum
1: his elf on the shelf thing or me on right. me thing, that was the first i'd heard of this
0: it was like perry on jerry um, and you're like jerry who
1: <laughs> you trying to tell me jennifer anderson is secretly dating jason sudeikis john mayer and jerry butler at the same time
0: jerry really changes the nature of him
1: <laughs> it makes him seem a little not a cooler is the wrong word but it makes him seem more approachable it does Because he seems like, he's such a gruff, like, ugh, you get the the feeling that you just, like, do not want to talk to this person, let alone date this person.
0: we don't have that many celebrities named Jerry, with a G, or with a J. Jerry, not a lot of Jerrys. So it's very, it's novel.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to dwell. Didn't we talk about him, or was it Russell Crowe? I feel like they're two sides of the same coin. They really are. It reminds me of, we're not going to talk about the the L story that dropped last night. We're not going to no, do that. But no, do you no, remember the no. part where she's, she mentions that a room smells like chicken wings? Yeah. Like, I feel like Jerry Butler has a has a smell. Like, Gerard Butler has a smell, and Jerry Butler has a, a slightly more pleasing smell.
0: Oh, you think Gerard Butler smells worse than Jerry Butler?
1: Yeah. Well, when I considered him as Gerard Butler, I pictured something very stinky. Oh. Um. Oh. B.O.E. But when I think of Jerry Butler, I think of something... A little less unpleasant, but still kind of unpleasant, like a spoiled food, but not necessarily like an insufferable Wait, so body odor. they both
0: odor. stink, but different ways. Yeah, different ways. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. So
1: this headline took me out, but then I actually clicked yeah, it what's and I went into the story. By the way, it's of
0: this ru- these rumors. of oh, natural Life and style. Yeah.
1: Um, which I, having written about the tablets for so long, or back in the day when I did, Life and Style has definitely. They were never. They were always one of the,
0: yeah. They never the trashier told, ones. Yeah, they never really got some the truths. The truth But
1: I feel like over the past few years, they've got they've sunk even deeper into I don't know the bog. Mm. We have this. They have this line. In a report by Life & Style, the magazine purports that Jennifer Aniston's found herself dipping into a pool of exes and friends to satisfy her needs. According to an insider, the actress is quietly dating longtime friend Jason Sudeikis and former partners Gerard Butler and John Mayer. This quote is from Life & Style. An insider said this, either out loud or in an email. Jen went from getting over her second divorce to rekindling a romance with ex-husband Brad Pitt last year to now having to decide between three guys who all want to make her their girl. It's like, to, what decade am I in?
0: with to stay with confidence that she rekindled a romance with Brad at some point during two thousand twenty is crazy to me.
1: <laughs> because it adds a fourth person to this party. I know. It's like,
0: what? I know. And also to put together Jason Zudekis, who she's worked with, who's quote unquote a friend, and two exes, apparently. I didn't know she dated Gerard Butler. I don't know she dated Jerry.
1: Well, they were in that movie where they where they're like where their arms are crossed on the cover and it's like we're We're on the run from the law, but like we're sexy, and my arms are crossed, and someone has a gun. I thought she was in that movie
0: with Jason Sudeikis. No, she was in the movie where they had the family, and they were like, we're on the run from the law. (laughs) What's that? Oh,
1: yeah. No, that's We're the Millers. That's We're the Millers. I love We're the Millers. The Bounty Hunter, I've never seen. Oh, they have handcuffs. They're connected via handcuffs, and they're like, ugh. Uh, Jennifer's in her classic silhouette, that dress that she always wears, and she's just like, ugh, this guy. And he's like, ugh. This girl. Okay, we... He looks like a Jerry in this poster. We
0: can't really talk about this anymore because... No, we just can't. It's been
1: seven minutes. And... So...
0: We gotta move on. Because we had a celebrity run-in this weekend.
1: We did. We had a celebrity run-in that was so them it was hard to parse.
0: Here's the thing. I feel like it was, it was a run-in that really gave me a sense of like, wow, I know how it feels to be part of Hollywood history now because we Mm -hmm. got yelled at by Alec Baldwin. And I feel like if you get yelled at by Alec Baldwin, either you stole his parking spot or you are a legend. You know, you're legendary. You can go to heaven now or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So we were on Sam Sanders' show, It's Been a Minute, on NPR. One of our favorite podcasts was Truly a Dream. It was so much fun! The episode went up on Friday. Alec Baldwin listened to it on his local Connecticut NPR station. I saw that he's like quarantining from Hilaria and the kids right now in Connecticut. Oh, really? While and she's don't in forget, Manhattan or he something.
0: hosts a WNYC show or did. So yes. he has a very particular. Uh... He podcasts. maybe an ownership vibe over the programming on WNYC. And although we did not mention him, he did not love our segment on End of Year Celebrity, you know? Just wasn't a fan.
1: He didn't like it. The, um, what did it actually say? What did he say? Because I have to find what he, well, he didn't like it. And I don't really understand what his complaint was, but he tweeted at us twice and then he blocked us both and deleted the tweets. So that feels satisfying to oh, me, I guess. Oh, he
0: blocked us? He blocked us. That's yeah. fun. I'll never see his tweets again. Um, I know I
1: never did, but to begin with, but yeah. um, he has one of those like very confusing, like he's not real Alec Baldwin or the Alec Baldwin or Alec the Baldwin it's or like something. It's like, it's like his company or his charity. ABC or, you know, ABC six one three Alec Anyways, Baldwin something for real. Well, that was fun. Know, Listen to us on Sam's podcast. This is a
0: good promo for the pod because it was great, and I'm very proud of it, and so happy we got mm-hmm. to go on it. So go check it out after this one. Let's talk about something important. Are they all here? All but one. Well, I'm going anyway. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only.
1: And now on to the Who news, because we talked about a lot of thems. From Jennifer Aniston to Jason Sudeikis to John Mayer to Gerard Butler to Alec Baldwin to Sam Sanders. And now we're on.
0: Talking about our podcast is who we behavior. So, yes. you know, yes. as you know, doing
1: self promo. So
0: these are updates. These are just quick updates. We have an Erica Jane update, we have a Gleb update. The Erica Jane mm-hmm. thing's interesting. There was an amazing kind of long form in the LA Times that <laughs> I recommend. Did you read this? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yes, I
1: did. Yes. God. Yes. yes.
0: Ooh. Just like, really, uh, things are not good. Things are not good. There are all this money. I mean, what's new? All the money they claim they have, they don't have that money. And they're spending Mm -hmm. somebody else's money, or they're spending the bank's money in some way, because he did take out some very confusing to me loans against settlements that were maybe coming. you know, And then he had to get Mm -hmm. the settlements to pay back the loans.
1: Both the LA Times story and this story, on their surface, would make you think, oh, no, the the divorce is so legitimate. These two people, their relationship is rocky. But conversely, they did the opposite to me, where I was like, oh, no, this is all part of the plan. Like, this is yes. all part of the show. Like, right. none of this is convincing me that they're not... Fully committed to each other for the rest of their lives. Right. It's
0: very, it's weirdly protective in its drama. Like she posts mm-hmm. this thing with these text messages from this judge and she was, and he was cheating on her <laughs> with the judge. And all I see is like, what apps oh, are these? Shit. What apps are these, by the way? What are <laughs> this these is phones? It's what judges because... use to text. It's judge texting.
1: Like I don't, like I feel, I feel weird about these texts being online.
0: My thought was maybe these texts are from like 1982. Right.
1: Are they old? Yeah. Because they say they're screenshots that say like 3G. They look like they're from I an know. old phone. So it's like these look like they might actually be 10 years old I know. plus. It's
0: like this is on her Blackberry Pearl and they don't even make those anymore. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's true. Mm-hmm. I do think that like these are old or whatever. Because yeah. What even is this device? <laughs> Right. I've never
1: seen these icons. I've never seen this interface. And also how did and they I copy haven't...
0: and paste? How did this get photoshopped together? There's a tush over one of the messages. <laughs> the picture of the butt? Did you see like
1: Oh yeah, the butt that's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There some of them are screenshots using of the phone, but some of them you took a photo with your Canon PowerShot of your BlackBerry Pearl. So it's like Yeah. I that's that's the thing, the age of these photos, the questionable age of these photos and texts is the thing that made me realize that like yeah. this isn't actually shocking, this isn't actually new. This is Erica continuing to play the game. That's my interpretation of it.
0: And it's not just like, oh, old people phones. It's like no. This phone does not you can't yeah. get a phone like this anymore. And also, old people use iPhones now. So we don't we can't yeah. even really rag on them. They mostly use iPhones.
1: <laughs> and as of recording these, this happened, what, Friday night or something? Some night, because I woke up to it. the news. Yeah. And she deleted it. And of course, you know, page sixes and your TMZs picked up the story, picked up the post, posted the photos. And all of them said the same thing, which is that they reached out to Erica for comment and she didn't return their request. Is... So it's like, we're not getting any context here. Yeah. She got what she wanted. She got the distraction. Right. You know?
0: Right. So, But this lead, This only leads me to believe that they are more so trying to scam by doing this divorce, to hide money, to protect oh. assets, to try and keep some of the wealth, blah, blah, blah. They're on the
1: front of the Titanic. I'll never let go. Like, <laughs> this is This is all part of the master plan. <laughs> but then we got Gleb yeah, and Elena. Yeah, now
0: we have Gleb and Elena. Well, we don't – I mean, are we over Gleb and Elena? We have Gleb and Elena going on vacation, which let's not even get into how – fucking annoying that is with Chris and KO mm-hmm. and they're all in they're all on vacation together which is interesting for me because it's like I guess we're supposed to believe that Gleb and KO are like best friends best but, friends but best we also friends. cannot forget the rumors between Gleb and Chris and now Gleb's mm-hmm. new girlfriend Elena is also there and his oh, wife is like, Why are you on vacation? Oh, wait, no, Elena's the wife. The new girlfriend's named Cassie Scarbo. Sorry. The girlfriend's named Cassie Scarbo. She survived all of the Sharknado movies so far, and that's not easy to do, by the way. Here to get everyone even more hyped about the upcoming sixth and final installment, welcome Cassie Scurbo. How are you this morning? I'm good. I had my coffee, so I'm feeling good. She's on vacation with Gleb, and they're on vacation, they're on a foursome vacation with Chrishell. And of course, I didn't really know anything about this until Chrishell posted like, stop talking about conspiracy theories. And then I was like, what conspiracy theory? And then I looked it up, and it was like, people (laughs) think that like, Chrishell and Gleb are together, but they're, like, hiding it by going on this, like, foursome vacation with K.O. and, like, a new girlfriend?
1: Yeah. I'm like, so that K- is... So, K.O.'s a distraction. Work.
0: That's work. That's work to hide that.
1: I also... It's hard for me to look at this photo and caption of Chrishell and K.O., like, hugging, looking cute, I guess. It's like... it's At, like, an empty kind resort? Of an au- <laughs> it's sort of like an awkward hug at an empty resort, yeah. And then the caption says, If you love love, feel free to leave your beautiful positivity below. And, like, I, I'm still I'm still really freaked out when I see people going on vacation right now, obviously. I know, I know. And also when I see the word positivity in a caption, because I'm like, I thought she was talking about, the, like, a positivity rate. And <laughs> oh. it's sort of like, Michelle, maybe you should oh, be talking no. about a positivity well, rate then she says, instead of positivity.
0: Well, then she says, if you are insane and tied up in ridiculous conspiracy <laughs> theories that were never and have ever been true, and I'm saying, if you're insane, you'd be going on vacation right now. So, look, <laughs> who's, who's insane? Me? And my... Conspiracy theory or you on vacation during a worldwide pandemic? I don't know. You tell me.
1: Not me. I'm like the cats are asleep behind me, and I'm like, are you? Do I do I look insane, cats? Am I insane? I don't think I'm the insane one. I'm not the insane one. Am I insane? I
0: just think this is one of those things where it's like very Barbara Streisand effect. The Streisand effect. The Streisand effect. effect, Yeah. Where I'm like, I didn't even know there was a conspiracy theory. She says conspiracy theory, and now I'm looking it up, being like, okay, this is ridiculous conspiracy theory that nobody. That's a bad conspiracy. That nobody actually believes. You know, that's too much work to do it. And also, I'm sorry if Gleb and Chriselle were together what's the difference between them being together and him just dumping his wife for a new young girlfriend and going on vacation like I'm sorry no one would give it like what would be the I guess people would be harder on Chrishell but for him mm-hmm. it doesn't make a freaking difference
1: every all the drama around them is rumored and like mostly unsubstantiated so there is something very chaste and cute about this drama because it's it's like the most g-rated drama involving it really is cheating and infidelity and yes. allegations of these weird conspiracy theories like i get the appeal of this drama it's just very it's very tv PG, abc you know like i get it
0: right it's dancing with the stars drama i just we get this every season it's reliable mm-hmm. so let's move on from that because that's let's move on shit. let's look at some new shit the twisters for me at one o'clock we'll head towards it what
1: there's two hundred fifty thousand race fans down there we have an external tank drop it into the funnel high enough and at a safe distance,
0: detonate it. It'll dissipate the storm, or at least it'll kill all the sharks.
1: Dalton and Ariana are engaged. I honestly don't remember we what do we him. said, what we, we cut, what we, we ha- if we lingered on this guy. There Dalton wasn't much Gomez. to say because there
0: isn't much about him. Not that he's not interesting, but like the internet reveals not much, which is just, oh, he's a real estate agent. But remember they met because he sold the house of like one of her business associates and then like they met at a party that was like adjacent to like the selling of that house. I'm not going to remember the full story, but that's it.
1: And now they're engaged and the story is all about her in the ring. I think that the funny the funniest thing about this and I guess it suits our purposes because this guy could not be less relevant. To I know story it's like her, her last
0: engagement came with so much baggage and so much detail about the other person because he was also a public figure Dalton even to like the Dalton stands is like a mystery we don't even like even they those accounts do not know I don't think a lot about him.
1: And I think that's part of the appeal. It's like, oh, she's dating someone who doesn't matter. Great, oh, we don't have to pretend to care about this person. He we matters could just, to her. We could just right. We could just focus on her happiness. We want her to be happy. She seems right. happy. Great. I don't need to know about this guy. I Amazing. like that she
0: found somebody who was like the polar opposite of her last catastrophe. Because it's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they're opposites. Like, you know in terms of personality Personality but they are certainly like this guy's a true mystery and he's like Mm -hmm. industry but he's really not too industry and i think that is she found like a normie kind of i mean he's no like milkman but he's a normie compared to her
1: it's very selling sunset it's i mean the whole being being involved in la real estate expensive la real estate just puts you on the edge in a nice way
0: you're hobnobbing, but you're not necessarily, you know, a no- a person of note in terms of like us knowing who you are. I, I like that you pointed out he's not actually s- – he has no active listings. Dude is no taking a break. No active listings. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's taking a break. His- he got some – press last year because he sold that big bang theory guy um kunal nayar's house that he bought from nick cage when nick cage was like unloading all that real estate Uh, and he sold sean white's house like he sells expensive oh yeah sean white's house
0: i hate that i know this but it took a huge hit it was like he sold it for like eight million Mm dollars less than he bought it for something insane like that that's the only reason i remember
1: yeah but then so i just think it's funny that all the conversation around this is sort of like Oh, he's a real estate agent. Let's talk about the ring. Isn't it weird? Oh, her nonna. Like, i Like, it, it, it's right, funny to me that this guy is just so irrelevant.
0: this Her ring, which is weird, is more interesting than him, who we knew nothing about yeah. and still continue <laughs> yes. to know nothing about. Yeah, no, totally. And
1: then shout out to our friend Patrick, who noticed this on Comments by Celebs, because he was like, I think it's, he pointed this out, which is very true. The Comments by Celebs Instagram account is a funny place to be because not only are you looking at the comments left on the actual celebrity posts you're looking at the celebrity comments on the comments by celebs post so in this instance so he was like it's funny that comments by celebs posted ariana grande's engagement ring photo and it says ariana grande forever and then some Haley bieber also we've been like warped in the head so now i can't look at forever and then some without seeing like an ep title or something i know or That's a single title album. i know but Hayley Bieber commented. It was a roundup of all the celebrity comments on Ariana Grande's post. Sharon Stone commented on the comments by celeb post and wrote beautiful, (laughs) beautiful space space. Do you
0: think Sharon knew she was on (laughs) comments by celebs and not the actual post?
1: I don't think so. No. Interesting. Sharon Stone says beautiful space space. God bless. Christmas tree emoji, explosion emoji, fist bump emoji. Interesting.
0: Interesting combination of emojis. (laughs)
1: Interesting. It says that's sort of it how screams, I Screams.
0: Have yourself a very merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't think it's fair to talk about mm. Ariana Grande's who fiance and not talk about two who fiancés that also popped up in the news. We have two. We can talk about them not very long if we if they're not interesting. Again, there's not enough. There's no information because you think Dalton Gomez is anonymous. Casey Cott from Riverdale. <laughs> He got engaged to someone no one even knows the name of. Who is she? <laughs> Did I read all don't of know. the Instagram uh, comments looking for a name? Even a first name would do, just to satisfy me. Yes, and no name. Mystery. There's bride. There's no name. Mystery She's holding bride.
1: They're hugging. She's holding the ring up, and no one has a name.
0: No one has a name.
1: No one has a name. No
0: one has a name. This is a this is a
1: Riverdale star. This is like a famous ish person. Yeah. No one knows her name. I mostly I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's what they're betting um, on—that you don't care. Okay. Yeah. So
1: then th- there's this guy.
0: <laughs> this I love.
1: Another them. We got Gabrielle Sidibay.
0: Yeah, and she's been dating this guy for a while, and he yeah, we talked about him. He's briefly. a real firecracker. Yeah. I think we talked about him briefly. But here's the fun fact I didn't know about him, or maybe I don't think we mentioned when we talked about him. Maybe we didn't talk about him. I don't know. This guy's name is Brandon Frankel. If you do a few Googles, you'll find out this dude works for Cameo. He works in strategic partnerships with music in Cameo. So you can book a Cameo with him. I think they make the Cameo employees go on Cameo, which to me is demoralizing, but I get it. We
1: We talked about him when we talked about her doing Cameos of her cats. Remember? right because we right. were like oh well, well her boyfriend why, oh that's why her boyfriend has a relationship with cameo so that's why she does it <sighs> that's how we talked about it but we didn't really go into who that's he why is.
0: that's why well now
1: we're seeing a lot more of him
0: and apparently there they were into cameos before he worked at cameo he worked in music he was like he worked in a few He was a talent agent He's, yeah he was mm-hmm. and he proposed to gabouret and in a way that is I guess attention getting because he put up balloons that say, Will you marry me? Put the me over his naked body, and they took a picture and she boasted it.
1: (laughs) And it's a bed covered in rose petals. Will you marry me? And the me is covering his dick, but he's naked. That's a naked man. I mean, that's (laughs) funny. Like, this is funny. Like, I mean, she's Gabby Sidibe has has long been, I'm funny.
0: Right. So, like, this, I'm giving, we're giving the benefit of the doubt because we're like, she's funny, so this is funny. And clearly, this guy has Mm -hmm. a sense of humor, and this is insane, but it's funny.
1: Hello, Matt Bailey. Hello. So, you probably don't know who I am. I'm Brandon Frankel. I work in strategic partnerships over at Cameo. And we... Summer and I are excited to welcome you to the Fameo. Jesse Metcalf and Corinne Jamie Lee Clark, my favorite name in the world. My favorite name of the week, Corinne
0: Jamie Lee Clark. It's like a we should do name of the week. Corinne, my favorite name of the week,
1: (laughs) Corinne Jamie Lee Clark. Corinne Jamie Lee Clark. Apparently, Jesse Metcalf is the best present she turned oh. i don't know sure she turned 27 i guess this weekend or something and so he made a birthday post about yeah. her happy birthday babe and she said you're the best present
0: yeah they've been dating since august remember that whole thing he was quarantining with his ex-girlfriend i think her name people was think it's Cara. funny that she looks like eva longoria She looks like eva like Lo- jamie uh, lee clark looks like eva longoria But, like, it's funny because they're, like, she resembles Desperate Housewives Eva Longoria, meaning, like, they're using all these old photos of Eva Longoria.
1: Before moving on, we can just, you know, go through the Hollywood life five things to know about her, which are, the five bullet points are, Corinne is a model from Vancouver. Got it. Great. I understand her. Two, Corinne enjoys beaches, veggie dogs, and classic rock. What does that mean? It means they look through her Instagram. They look through her Instagram feed. Three, Corinne's an aunt. Yet again, they look through her Instagram feed because she shared a photo of her nephew. Uh Four, This beauty is... They change, like, the voice all the time and these... Like, keep it consistent, you know, whatever. This beauty is socially conscious and politically active because she posted about the Black Lives Matter protests at Uh the beginning of the summer. Uh Five, Corinne isn't afraid to get philosophical. Yet again, this is information from her Instagram because she posted some philosopher's quote i don't know
0: well she was like to be or not to be that's the question or something like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> something like that she talked about feelings and how feelings should be valued and honored even if they're not real whatever we're done with her okay her name I, is iconic though i really iconic. never want to
0: talk about jesse metcalf's dating life again
1: I'm, mm-hmm. like,
0: I'm like i cannot believe how much we've talked about jesse metcalf's dating life
1: looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live people in new york will say oh it's so hard to find an apartment here it's hard to find an apartment anywhere." It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't.
0: That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some.
1: So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, Who weekly is brought to you by Squarespace as usual. We love Squarespace.
0: We love Squarespace.
1: It's the only way we will ever have a website.
0: Is <laughs> Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing which we might have to do relatively soon.
1: Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. You said we just came and saw you. I said, "Well, this is a this is a three sixty five podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's
1: everyone's doing live shows these days, so all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away, pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace,
0: and we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time, and it's very very easy.
1: We love Squarespace because." Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. <laughs> I feel like an ad is going to go right there. Um, <laughs> uh, I do, however, want to talk about...
0: Tyler Perry's mysterious Tyler Perry, <laughs> stating why?
1: Tyler Perry's mysterious ex-girlfriend, Galila Bacali. Uh, wait, sorry, I meant I said... Galila Bacali. Tyler Perry's mysterious ex Galila Bakele.
0: who uh, we wouldn't have known about her unless <laughs> because okay Tyler Perry posted this like thirst trap thing that was He's like I'm going lately, through a midlife them. crisis but he this one he was like I'm literally going through a midlife crisis I'm single I'm 51 and single and like God bless me or whatever but the point is is like this got so much coverage that I could not believe it I mean I, this mm. I don't I cannot think of a place that did not pick up Tyler Perry's Instagram of him saying I'm 51 and single. I was yeah. shocked at how much coverage it got. And then I didn't even know he was dating anyone. I didn't even know he had an ex. So while I was preparing to do our interview, Tyler and I talk all the time. I didn't have to do research to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't. I said, re- what are we gonna talk about on camera? <laughs> we're we gonna talk. Yeah. So I had to do research to talk to you on camera. And in my research, this did tick me off. I read that you were engaged. Are you engaged?
1: Oprah, when you're doing research, you don't research on a blog. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. No, I'm not engaged. You said that. Oh, I
0: definitely read that you were engaged. Do you
1: think if I was engaged, you, of that all people, is what, wouldn't know it? That is what I said. Come on. Come on. You can't research through the blogs. Just find some. It wasn't
0: somebody... a blog. It wasn't a blog. Well, that's the
1: problem nowadays. The legitimate papers pick up what the blogs are saying. It said you
0: were. Not true. Not okay. true. Not true. Not true. So there's there's no engagement on the horizon. No, no, no,
1: no. I didn't know he had an ex. I didn't know he had kids with an ex. He Tyler Perry is a them, but the thing about Tyler Perry is, he's even though he's a them, that makes him that makes him a little more private and mysterious. Yes, that's how them's behave. That's why they're less fun to talk about because they don't give us a lot in terms of you know revealing personal information the way that whos do. Obviously, that's the point of this podcast. He is very much like he gets the businessman angle all the time. Like he's just, you know, the most hardworking man in Hollywood. No one works more than Tyler Perry. Look at him like finding a way to keep his studio afloat during Corona and setting the example for everyone else, blah, 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 blah. Then suddenly he's going through a midlife crisis. He doesn't post thirsty photos on his instagram at all he finally starts doing it during the pandemic and then he posts us, his latest one a diddle gym selfie and he's like by the way i'm single and everyone's like excuse me you're single you had a girlfriend <laughs> yes he had a girlfriend she was a model
0: right gilila Bacale. and they had a kid they have a kid and they had a They kid. have a kid yes they have a kid
1: so i was like i have to look up this woman She's 34 I 34 years old. <laughs> there was this people source because I guess so. People was like, "Tell us about this." He's single. He's single because people knew. I, I feel I felt stupid for not knowing this. The source told people they amicably they amicably split some time ago and remain close friends. I guess that like, could be months or years. Have known we could if know. we
0: looked into it. I'm sure what the information was out there, but I just never looked up whether Tyler Perry was dating anyone. He's I just never. Not... I don't know. I just never. That's not did. the coverage he gets. <laughs> yeah, That's just not right. the coverage he gets. He gets right. coverage
1: for being a workhorse. Right. He gets coverage for like doing the most. But, but she's, she's a model a slash model. activist.
0: She's a model. She's from Ethiopia.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, and she was a model like set. She was a model like second. So like she, she fell into modeling, which I think is a sort of interesting actually like she wasn't always intending to be a model but then like she traveled so much and she's beautiful and then she turns into modeling
0: Hi, this is Tige Salam with Tadia's Magazine, and I'm sitting here with the lovely Galila Bakayla, uh, model and humanitarian. Galila, um, tell us a little bit about ourselves. Where were you born and uh, when did you get here? Mm-hmm. Could you tell us more? Sure.
1: Tadia salam. <laughs> Let's see where to start. I was born in Ethiopia, in Addis, and uh, my family moved to Europe when I was eight years old. I came to the US to start college after high school. And that's when the whole modeling thing started.
0: Tell me about that. I mean, what, what do you enjoy about modeling?
1: It's not a career that uh, you excel at um, something because you're clever or smart with certain subjects. Mm-hmm. or It's different. It's completely based on your physical
0: mm-hmm.
1: appearance, which and God, and that's it. <laughs> so I couldn't take any credit for mm-hmm. having to be good at modeling. I l- I found a lot of her stuff. So she does like fashion stuff, Dory Birch, Michael Kors, whatever. And then I saw that she did an ad for Nespresso, and I was like, slammed on the brakes. I was like, I have to see, I have to see Galila's it's Nespresso good. ad. Nespresso it's good. ad. It's really good. It's so good. I guess the idea was like, all the pods are from different parts of the world, and so she did ads for Nespresso pods from Ethiopia. Oh. And it's like her drinking Nespresso pods. And I'm she's, like, honestly, makes me want a Nespresso machine. She's
0: also a filmmaker. She's done. She's produced a few films. She's directed some films. Mm-hmm. I think they're... Uh, and an author. One was at Cannes. Uh, and she met Tyler Perry at a Prince concert.
1: At a Prince concert. In yes, In 2009. So they've been just together since 2009. No idea when time. they broke up. I know. No idea when. It just says... What was the language again? Because the language could mean anything. Some time ago could mean anything but you found this funny
0: thing where he posted about his midlife crisis and literally the same day she posted a picture of herself and just wrote paris (laughs) (laughs) she looks amazing he's in paris that's
1: like the reason i wanted to keep this story in here because he's a them yes she's a who it's like two Two shots of themselves that are almost the identical crop too. Like they are, they are. I know their body proportions are the images, same. Sister images, you know. Could, you
0: could, without much work, you could Photoshop them standing next to each other in terms of like, <laughs> yeah. you know. You'd have to he make her goes, a little smaller. But yeah, same idea. A
1: little bit smaller. I just like the ton- the tonal shift and the fact that these are posted on the same day is so <laughs> funny. Tyler Perry, this is what a midlife crisis looks like. I'm 51, single, and wondering what the next chapter in my life will look like. Whatever it looks like, I'm going to walk with God, be the best father and man I can be, hold my head up high, and try to look my best doing it. In a world with so much sadness, please try and stay in the good. Merry Christmas, and let's look forward to 2021 bringing us peace. And then here is Galila at some cafe, modeling some little black dress, hand in her hair doing the model pose and she says Paris <laughs> kissy face emoji bitch I'm in Paris Boone.
0: <laughs> I'm single I'm in Paris the
1: actress Emmanuel Bayard comments blue heart anyway love her love Paris.
0: Paris Paris bonjour bonjour bienvenue oh, à merci beaucoup <laughs> oh, merci. merci beaucoup
1: Sure. Aye,
0: a little flower
1: But oh, of course. American.
0: New Yorker. Didn't
1: we talk about this already? <laughs> no.
0: Cordova Street I is thought we did. always dating someone, but not <laughs> Suzanne Summers' granddaughter that we talked about. Sorry, no. Do you still think that, that we talked about this already? We didn't.
1: I'm kind of laughing. I thought I thought we talked about Suzanne Summer's whatever it's fine let's talk about them now even if we have talked about them in we the past. haven't
0: talked i can guarantee you know i'm the one who always forgets i can guarantee we've not talked about cordover street and camelia camelia okay. summers Suzanne camelia Summers' granddaughter um this is great because it says their new romance comes more than two years after he split from emma watson whom he dated for <laughs> several months literally the most eventful thing in his life according to people magazine is dating emma watson for two months several months sorry that could be three or four but it wasn't many this was when we found out he was a witch remember we traced his his lineage and we were like he's a witch so once Mm -hmm. again he's done his magic he's a witch he's captured suzanne Summers' granddaughter who is uh the heiress to the thigh master fortune i don't know what I Mm -hmm. i don't know great legs thank you how do you get them I used to do aerobics till I dropped. Then I found Thighmaster. Every single time you squeeze Thighmaster, you strengthen and tone right where you need it. So it's easy to squeeze, squeeze your way to shape the hips and thighs. I thought I'd never fit into these jeans again. Thank you, Thighmaster. She Mm -hmm. was briefly on a soap, uh, The Bold and the Beautiful. So that's her main thing. And they were spotted together at her birthday dinner uh in october which had a lot of people at it this past october camilla camelia celebrated her 25th birthday at home with her parents friends and a man who strongly resembled over street here's the thing unless he's going back in time and being spotted in old photos from the salem witch trials it's probably him if you think it's him it's probably him <laughs> this reminds me of remember when people were like that's nick cage there's some like old photo from like the 1800s and they were like that's oh the Nicolas vampire cage or whatever yeah. this is me like looking through like old pictures from salem and seeing cord Overstreet, who is who has you know been living since then because he's a witch mm-hmm.
1: he is a witch i'm i know that i've been on her instagram in the past few months and maybe that's why i'm thinking about this but why? it might just be because i was googling like why would i have been why the hell would i have been googling Camellia summers because i know i've read about this girl in the past few yes, months yes why and i think it was because she much like ava Phillippe, much like you know it, who are all the who were all the children of famous people who look like their famous parents you think she she recently looks like started giving dancers? she recently started getting look alike coverage oh. because she is of the age where she's like Pretty and young, and has a social media presence, yeah. where it's like people are discovering her, and I think that's why because I'm finding headlines where it's like Suzanne Summers poses with lookalike granddaughter, Camelia Camelia Summers. Yeah. So I think that's why, well, not she... because she was dating a witch over the
0: Suzanne summer. Suzanne has more granddaughters. This is just the one that's blonde. So she's the one who like look quote unquote looks like her, Suzanne mm-hmm. Summers. In case you're you don't know who that is. Oh my god! I feel like I, we need to tell say who Suzanne Summers is.
1: She's a. Um, she's a them. I think she's a, I think she's a, she's still a them.
0: Maybe a who. God, maybe she's a who. I don't know. She's most known, I guess, from Three's Company, but like she's more known by just being around and being kind of like a 80s like celebrity than even Three's Company, don't you think? She was like the ditzy blonde in that show, but then she ended up doing so many weird commercials for stuff that people kind of just like fell in love with her from that.
1: She loves attention too, because, and she loves being oh, does she the sexy one? Because it's like I remember I I was when I was at Jezebel, she was promoting a book or something, and she was doing this press tour where she was going to all these talk shows, just talking about like, like destigmatizing old people talking about sex. Where it's just like that's sort of her vibe.
0: Well, her big thing was like, yes, she was on Three's Company. But mostly she did all this stuff about like aging. Like, cause she was like, mm-hmm. she looks so good. She was, she looks so good. Oh, she's, she's older and she looks so good. And so she wrote this book <laughs> called Ageless and she wrote about bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Sure. And she wrote sure. all these diet books, which is like, well, what? But maybe that... I think she's kind of hooey, though, because, like... She's hooey. Because now I'm, like, saying all these things she's done, and I'm like, she's famous for promoting bioidentical hormone replacement therapy? Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at one of her most iconic things. This I've seen in stores a million times, her three-way
0: poncho. Oh my god, I was just gonna say, have you seen her three-way poncho? Remember her three-way poncho? poncho? Yeah, it was as seen on TV. It's professional, classy, and dressy, which is shocking (laughs) to have both. Wait, I wonder if, is there an ad for that? Getting dressed can be such a fuss. Uncomfortable clothing shows every bump and bulge. Find out why everyone is saying, I love my three-way. I love my three-way. Three-way
1: poncho, that is. Three-way poncho, it's my problem solver. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a little bloated or if you're carrying a little extra weight. This is
0: my one go-to outfit that gives me so many incredible looks, like casual, or professional, or dressy for a night out. Now you can have Suzanne's style secret with 3-Way Poncho. Just layer over leggings or jeans for the perfect casual look. 3-Way Poncho's all-season ultra-soft fabric drapes beautifully, yet still breathable and lightweight right out of the washing machine. And it's so versatile. Simply pull 3-Way Poncho off the shoulder for a look that's just right for a night on the town. And the next day, 3-Way Poncho will have you ready for carpool. 3-Way Poncho makes traveling so easy. Pull it up into a stylish hood. Wear it by the poolside for a meeting, or a night out.
1: Show off your assets. Can you, imagine, you gotta can you show off your assets. Being like,
0: is that the fucking poncho again?
1: <laughs> I think she wears the three-way poncho every single day of her life.
0: I love that Taylor. Like, not that three-way. I'm like, oh, I wasn't even thinking <laughs> <'Cause> that.
1: <laughs> that's the that's the Suzanne Summers gag where she's like i fuck yeah like, th- right, everything is always right, served with the side of right. i'm fucking right after we're which done is, filming this which is
0: great because i was i went to her youtube channel and turns out she has a podcast although i'm not quite sure oh, if she you, knows what a podcast is because it's just
1: Lindsay. <laughs> it's just Lindsay sent me the youtube video of suzanne Summers' podcast and it's literally just a vlog but she keeps calling it a podcast <laughs> well, she's it's like, like alan's Zan. over
0: here alan what's the weather and her husband's like it's sunny like it's truly like it's honestly amazing like please play a clip because it is truly exactly what a podcast should be you know mm-hmm. she even has a totally. logo for it calling a podcast and her name is trademarked Do you know her name is trademarked that is a legend that's legend status
1: i think it's suz i think her first name is the trademark too i think it's like suzanne is the name of her company because she sells a lot of stuff she sells her thigh master she sells skincare she sells like gut health stuff and her poncho i was looking at some of the reviews for the three-way poncho on amazon yeah and this review just seems so emblematic of a suzanne summers three-way poncho review five stars reviewed in the united states on january 29th 2019 yeah topic subject verified purchase rotator cuff surgery clothing (laughs) just said and then there's this Just had rotator cuff surgery, and this was recommended by someone on YouTube sharing a video of her same surgery experience. It's perfect for easy on and off lounging and sling gear. While I'm petite, making this one size fits all quite large, it is just right with its style, soft knit, and wash and wear. Glad I found this to make part of this recovery less challenging. (laughs)
0: I mean, to be fair, the it's way that Suzanne is promoting this is not the way I want to hear it. I do love hearing that from somebody who got rotator cuff surgery. This poncho is does it all. It does. I it love it. All that's all I need to hear. We're not even talking about the daughter anymore. We're Just talking about Suzanne, which I is fine. It's fine by what me. What is there to say about the daughter? There isn't much. There There's isn't nothing much to say about the, daughter. the only thing. Oh, I she found... went to
1: USC. Oh, she went to USC. Really? <laughs> she did. Okay. Well, I wonder how she got
0: in. <laughs> That's all I'll say.
1: Suzanne Summers podcast.
0: From sunny California, where it's a little chilly. Yeah. It's the Suzanne Summer Show.
1: Yay! <laughs> Hi everybody. Hi. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that's our yeah. class machine, Caroline. <laughs> oh, God, <that's> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, guess what you're That's gonna get great. today in your surprise uh, box. Uh, it could it could have something to do with Rudolph. Is this gonna get cut? I don't know. Maybe, but maybe it's not gonna get cut. Maybe you're gonna be listening to this.
0: Here's last the thing. Week... <laughs> we have a nepotism problem.
1: Maybe one of the biggest nepotism problems in our podcast's history since the college. It's the biggest nepotism problem since the college admission scandal. I think. Okay, so. Vulture,
0: specifically Rachel Handler.
1: Rachel Handler of Vulture did a week-long Nancy Myers tribute. So every day there was new content on Vulture from Monday to Friday. Nancy Myers Week is what they called it.
0: When this all comes out and Rachel writes an honestly very face value, loving taxonomy of her movies that goes into severe detail about all the wonderful things about them and how specific and particular they are and how great that is for all of her fans.
1: It's 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 auteur theory. It's like Nancy is among a very short list of directors who have an incredibly identifiable and enviable aesthetic. That um, She is singular in a way that directors aspire to be. But despite Rachel writing something that is explaining that in grand detail, Nancy got a little caught up in her history. And so did her daughter, Hallie Myershire.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how we get to the hooey portion of this segment, which is not talking about Nancy Meyers. It's talking about Hallie Myershires. Hallie Myers Shire. Oh, my God. I always forget that it's like it's it's multiple Myers singular Shire Myers Shire. Yes. Hallie Myers Shire. Multiple and Myers, Myers. daughter. Singular Shire. <laughs> okay. Who posts an Instagram that is also a pregnancy reveal, which is also the mind boggling thing about this that goes mm-hmm. into detail mm-hmm. about how mad she was about the I guess specifically the taxonomy of. Uh, piece but also mm-hmm. a quick reference to her di- directorial debut Home Again the biggest flop uh uh of the of the Ove and we call it the Ove because it's people say that nancy myers was nearby and this is not something that's like a joke anymore literally nancy myers was nearby this is confirmed by interviews done with people who were in the movies including reese witherspoon who started it saying nancy myers was nearby she literally was nearby when this movie was directed. nancy myers
1: yelled cut on the set of home again which her daughter directed right she had a problem with them writing technically directed by hallie myers shire but the point is like even in the context of the story the technically was not a read the technically was specifically to remind the readers who may not be aware that home again is not a nancy myers movie that even though it's part of the nancy myers package it was directed by her daughter that's the only reason technically was there exactly and yeah she's mad at the taxonomy she's mad that they point that rachel pointed out that the women in her movies tend to cry a lot. The women in her movies have kitchens that look like this. Blah, 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 blah. So after this very, very long rant on an Instagram story um, expressing her disapproval with mishandler Handler um, and her journalism, a lot of celebrities joined her her side of the fight and they said hell yeah hallie meyershire speak truth to power
0: it's not interesting about a celebrity being mad about their critical coverage what's 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 crazy is the bubble that that hallie meyershire created in which you have celebrities being like you go girl and i guess do you want to read some of the (laughs) i feel like i don't want to read the entire thing that she wrote because i'm like what you know
1: and i do really think this is an extension of her being mistreated by really powerful people in Hollywood who refuse to give her the, the benefits and the trust that they would give a male director who makes as much money for them as Nancy Myers does for these studios. Nancy Myers' movies are always hits. Every single one of them is a hit and is profitable. However she has a hard time getting movies made. She This was a big part of her intern press tour where she was like, even though I made the most successful romantic comedy of all time with What Women Want, it's been hard for me to make movies ever since. They don't, they think of them as women's movies, you know? Like, it, all of this goes back to that. And so I'm sure that Hallie has gotten an earful of that. Nancy kind of hasn't said anything. It's her daughter doing everything and her daughter sort of torpedoed it all. I think that's the the nugget of what makes it interesting in our purpo- for our purposes because, like... Nancy's still, even though she's resentful and she's angry, she's still old school in the fact that, like, she's not commenting. She's saying what she said and she's walking away. Meanwhile, Hallie, because she's new, is like, I'm going to leave an Instagram story reply. And guess what? That's the thing that ruins this whole thing for them, you know? Yeah. And then you have the one voice of reason is Tavi Gevinson. Miss 300 Ashland partner herself, Tavi Gevinson, who says.
0: What's iconic is Tavi Gevinson is famous enough to be in these comments. And, yeah. and be noticed, but not but not famous enough to have a brain, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So yeah. she has a brain, and she also is is bold enough not and not famous give a shit enough, enough, to enough to not have a brain. She, well, she's also not famous enough to be brain dead and sucking up to Nancy Myers to try and get her next movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or uh, sucking up to Hallie yeah. or whatever. So like she's the or only not one even, who it's... makes an... Because Reese Witherspoon's out here being like, how dare they say you only technically directed Home Again? It's like, no, that's not what Rachel said. If you actually read it, that's not what Rachel said. Yeah.
1: And also Reese... The next day after you left that Instagram, Rachel published an interview with you where you said, in a story called "What It's Like to Be Directed by Nancy Myers," you talked about being directed by Nancy Myers on the set of Home Again, which right. was directed by Hallie. Toby says, "Aw, man." In response to Hallie's thing, I read that article and thought it was a total love letter, which I think is Hal Lindsay and I read it too. I don't think it's sexist or reductive to taxonomize tropes in someone's movies, even if those tropes are costumes. Costumes are creative decisions. Male filmmakers get this treatment too. To me, it seemed very flattering, not dancing on anyone's shoulders. I can see why the Home Again stuff would sting, but to be fair, Sofia Coppola has gotten shit about nepotism ever since she was an actress, and I don't think her or Reitman's movies are thematically as close to their parents as Home Again was to your moms. I don't know why I care about this. I suppose I take charges of sex seriously and I don't think that's what's going on here again coming from her background as like the founder of Rookie
0: what about Nancy Myers kind of refusing to answer questions about the idea that all of her characters are white and rich sure you know maybe Mm -hmm. this is a distraction from that which is maybe more of the important question as to whether why we're debating whether Nancy Myers is sexist or not because I don't Mm -hmm. think that she is sexist and I also don't think anyone's accusing her of being sexist I think there's a defensiveness that is like You know, anyone talking about women's stuff, right? Then we start talking about sexism or whatever. And I think what Nancy probably experiences in her industry is various degrees of sexism, but has nothing to do with the fandom surrounding her work.
1: Anyway, it's a fascinating thing. It's it's like sort of fun to talk about. Mostly, Nancy Myers Week rules and was good. Shout out to Rachel for doing that. Nancy Myers is. Makes fun movies. There's a reason we like them, but ugh.
0: And I guess it's like, don't meet your heroes, you know? Be careful what you wish for, because...
1: I think the, weirdly, the greatest headline to come out of this was page sixes, which you don't even have to read the story. No no offense. I'm just saying the headline does all the work. Nancy Meyers' daughter furious about loving tribute to her mother. <laughs> like, that's which is... th- that's the story in the nutshell.
0: Iris lives next door to... Arthur,
1: he's a doodly doo <laughs> and also a doodly doo a screwedly do,
0: is it? I didn't know it.
1: Yeah, and fruitly doo We both said fruitly. I'm impressed. You are a prodigy, a doodle prodigy. We we've talked about F. K. Twigs in the past, who is absolutely a who when compared to Shia LaBeouf, who is absolutely them. I think Twigs is a music them for sure because she's so beloved by like music people
0: well she also shows up a lot like it, she's always like doing something like at a, a event like she was just doing she just showed up on somebody's performance of something somewhere somebody's Sorry, I don't, performance I of something forget. somewhere it wasn't that memorable Oh, I'm sorry but I feel like she's very much known as like she's an incredible pole dancer and she's always kind of singing and pole dancing at the same time which I can't even do either of those things separately so to see her do them together I think even though I've seen it many many times yeah. I'm still always amazed I'm like this girl is like unbelievably talented they wanna see us wanna see us apart they
1: wanna see us wanna see us alone no. Want to see us apart and I just want to feel your love and I don't want to have to share a love. I try,
0: but I get
1: over. The- so she dated Shia LaBeouf for a while. It was like when, because they were on the movie Honey Boy.
0: Well, he was married and then he broke and then they broke it off and then he was dating her and then he with got Mia Goth, he, back and... together with his Mia Goth. His, so this yeah, sort of comes out of wife
1: or wife. out of nowhere in the sense that they broke up mid last year. Like they've been broken up for over a year.
0: What people were kind of noticing, which was interesting, was that Shia and Twigs were dating and twigs had dated robert pattinson and mia goth had also dated robert pattinson and mia goth and shia were mm-hmm. married and separated at this time when twigs and shia. look so at these were threads like, wow like they literally just like switched yeah like there's all this there's a vibe here they're all feeding off each other's vibe but clearly there's also a very bad vibe because the new york times came out with this report that twigs is suing shia Uh, For many reasons, but mostly for abuse, Mm -hmm. for abuse. And,
1: you know, she had to put her name in the filing. She accused him of it was like, what were the actual things? Oh, relentless abuse, sexual battery, assault and infliction of emotional distress. So, I mean, in, in terms of like a media angle of this, because the story is really upsetting. It is about it's about long standing emotional and physical abuse it's it's a tough read because it's extremely detailed but in terms of like the media angle it was written by two women and i think that's really important i've seen a lot of people write about this or talk about this where it's like this was written by two women who are in the new york times knowing that this is going to be a huge story get a lot of attention and knowing that they have to do their part to explain like what abuse looks like so in a sense like what fk do fk twigs is doing in this via these two reporters is like kind of explaining how abuse works it's almost like educational in a sense where twigs obviously she's suffered so much personal harm and personal damage from this guy allegedly but like you can see her doing a public service here because she's like this is how women get trapped in these relationships this is how it happens, and it happened to me. And I never thought it would happen to me, but it happened to me. Everything was nice at the beginning, and then I felt like I couldn't leave this. I couldn't leave this guy. It was and so there's, it's written yeah. so carefully and thoughtfully, where it explains like what the honeymoon phase is, and uh, you know, it it asks the questions because it knows that like these like red pill dudes are gonna be like, why didn't you just leave? And it addresses that. It's like this is why I didn't leave because I truly felt like I couldn't.
0: Well, even when the person Mm -hmm. is famous and you're in the spotlight, I think that to me is the most like she knows it'll get the attention that this stuff brings to an issue that I feel like people cannot really not necessarily relate with a lot of people. They don't really see relationships like this realistically. They just see like the celebrity aspect of it all. And so it's notable for many reasons. And also because Shia LaBeouf has had major substance abuse issues and all of this stuff he's gone through a lot of therapy and whatever but clearly you know is still someone that needs work help whatever whatever i don't really i don't really i guess i think i just
1: think more in terms of our purposes i find it hard to believe and i don't think this is cynical of me i find it hard to believe that education and like the import like the quote unquote like capital capital i importance of what she was doing was not considered when she did this. She must've been told by her lawyers, by her friends, by people she like opened up to that like, no, it's good that you're doing this. Like, you have to believe that this is a good thing that you're doing, even though it's like really, really tough for you. Like, this is going to be helpful and important to people. But then, and then you had Sia join in and said, and Sia tweeted after the Twig story went, like, I'm proud of you, Twigs, for doing this. It's courageous. I'm proud. I was emotionally hurt by Shia. He, she called him a pathological liar.
0: Well, she said he conned her into an adulterous relationship, with implies wh- he was married at the time. And I guess and they so had to like, no, be single. They were doing I'm technically
1: married. That music but video no, they did or da, 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 da. whatever.
0: I'm, but I am single. We're on a break. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. I'm sure he pulled that shit. And now, honestly, there are photos of him being spotted with Margaret yeah, Qualley. So
1: that's the most like upsetting update. I just that's just so it's th- it's not that it's thoughtless because I think that required a lot of thought. I think it's really insensitive. I I don't know another way to read what she did because there were photos of her taken over the weekend out in public making out with Shia LaBeouf. Which it's just like you can't not know that this is happening. How do you think that you're going to be getting? Any sort, Like, you know you're going to get press for being out with Shia LaBeouf, ba- base level, with or without this lawsuit. So, like, why would you do that anyway?
0: She picked him up, or you he picked her up from the airport, she picked him up from the airport, and they're making out in the back of the car, and the paparazzi are clearly there, and it's very overt, and it's kind of like... Fuck you, well, twigs. Fuck That's you. how I read it, yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I'm kind of like, does this girl have, like, anyone mm-hmm. texting her, being like, what yeah. the fuck? I hope so, you know? Because it feels like uh, Margaret Qualley is, like, everywhere, and yet...
1: It's a fuck you, but it's also, like, you can't... I mean, this is... Look what he just got sued for. Like, you can't also... <laughs> not sort of suspect that like who knows what the situation who knows is what situation who knows they're what's in, going on right. with market quality? like maybe this right. is also much darker than it seems like it it's really just it it's really unpleasant totally and so you just totally. get the feeling that like this is it's almost it's it's one of the reasons we waited a, a, a little bit to talk about it because our instincts were correct these sorts of stories are the ones that like will continue drip dropping new and more upsetting information for like several weeks (laughs) you know like this is this is the beginning of this story it's not the end of the story but we can end on a brighter note let's move into rita what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram she's the who queen tens of people want to
0: What's Rita Aura up to? Good morning, Rita Aura. We're talking about you.
1: As we discussed on our Patreon over the weekend, which we do two episodes of the Patreon a week, and someone called about Rita Aura and like, why do you talk about Rita Ora? Like, does she <laughs> you know it was a it was a long conversation, but Lindsay was like, you know what I've been wanting to do for a long time that we don't do is we should explain what the Rita Aura segment is every week when we <laughs> come out of the theme music where we say, This is our
0: Right, so here's so here's how right, so here's how I would do it. This is a second where we talk about what famous singer and actress Rita Ora is up to.
1: We've been doing it every week since Who Weekly began and we're going to do it this week too because guess what it's part of the DNA. What is Rita Ora up to this week?
0: Okay. Nothing. <laughs> Rita Ora is
1: <laughs> She also flew to Bulgaria to film a music video. She's laying low in the sense that she's not Instagramming. I think that's like she's still going about her business.
0: She flew to Bulgaria to film I know. Music. She yeah.
1: I mean it is fascinating to see that her Instagram her Instagram has gone dark um since this because
0: well I hate I mean it's it's kind of crazy but she kind of became the face of a celebrity doing a pandemic mm-hmm. no no in the UK. I mean I, I you know she fucked up in that way because people are going to, re- like, when people recall what went on this year, that's mm-hmm. one of the things totally. they're going to remember, you know, mm-hmm. is Rita Ora's birthday party. It's not, it, I think it, she thought she was invincible mm-hmm. maybe. And it's I, like, mm, I don't know about Lindsay, that. Lindsay, I take with it back. This, with this thing. Because this is like. It hasn't gone
1: dark. Yeah. She hadn't posted since November 29th. She posted again literally this morning. Like 45 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Throwback Christmas post? photos. Of her as a baby. In front oh, of a Christmas tree. Because no. she was like, can't show oh, what I'm doing God. this year. Better show right. what I did when I was four. <laughs>
0: pandering. pandering. We got Suki Waterhouse saying, cutie.
1: We got Vaz Morgan saying, baby Rita is the cutest. So anyway, that's what Rita is up to. She's still going about her business. She's just laying low. I cannot believe she went to Bulgaria. Guess we're going to Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> just can't believe she's going oh to Bulgaria. God. Okay. Uh, Read. This podcast on. really, you know, right, went up whatever, and down fine. with regards to tone, but you know what? It's 2020. That's what happens. So thank you for listening. We're done for today. If you want more who stuff, go to our Patreon, patreon.com/patreon.com/weekly.
0: If you're don't Alec go to Baldwin, either. thank you for checking out this episode. If you're Alec
1: Baldwin, <laughs> I don't want you here.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you again to Sam Sanders for having us on his show. Um again, you can listen to that um, wherever you get your podcast, my favorite, one of my favorite podcast isms is on podcast ads or the end of episodes where they go, where they go, listen to us now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. I always feel like, oh, thanks for giving me permission. Thank you so much. Well,
0: I think now people understand yeah, where to get podcasts. So you say, you know, so if you want to listen to more Who Weekly, you could listen to us. You know, you make the decision. You make that decision. Because I know
1: that you know where to find podcasts. Uh, Thank you so much. Call in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. We play. I'm going to be a little more um, uh, descriptive of why I ask for things. So in case you're new here. The reason we ask you to call 619 who them is because we have a special weekly call-in show on Fridays called Who's There where we take your questions, comments and concerns. We play some of our favorite calls and address them on the show. If you want to be part of the show, call 619 who them. Um, and maybe you will be. But until then, have a great week. Um bye.
0: Bye. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to know.
1: to be famous?